interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. Well, you've heard police deny for years that there is a traffic ticket quota, but there is this story. A New York State trooper is in some big trouble for writing at least two dozen false traffic tickets. One of them was to a dead guy. This guy is facing felony charges, so I assume this trooper is. I assume that probably means the end of your career. One was written last March to a man who had died earlier in the day. Investigators are alleging that this trooper tried to boost his productivity by writing phony traffic tickets. He wrote false tickets for speeding, seatbelt violations, failure to signal a lane change, and other infractions submitting names that did not match driver's license numbers or dates of birth. He allegedly ticketed a driver. This is where I think he got caught. He ticketed a driver hours after the guy died in a crash. Now, so why would he do this? The court filing indicates that the trooper's traffic enforcement, quote, fell consistently below the average. He so had he to get his numbers up. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta show that I'm doing something out here. I gotta move some paper, man. Yeah. And the tickets were an attempt to avoid a negative performance <laughs> evaluation. I've always wondered. Now, how about uh, you know the hotel? Have you ever had to evacuate a hotel because of some bizarre circumstance? Well, that's what happened at the Des Moines Marriott downtown in uh, Iowa. Last weekend, Saturday the 28th, was must have been a big night for 21-year-old Trevin Wayne Hill of Las Vegas because for some reason he was visiting that hotel in Iowa and decided at some point to completely disrobe, grab a plunger, and start running through the halls of the hotel naked, pulling fire alarms and threatening people, threatening people with the plunger. One victim said he approached him in the 18th floor stairwell and the dude had the plunger in his hand and was threatening to beat the bleep out of me. And so then uh, multiple people said they saw uh, the 21-year-old pull the fire alarms around the hotel. He continued running on several floors, swinging the plunger until he was subdued by police. (laughs) I'm plunger man. (laughs) All right. And finally here. I'm going to tell you about a bank robber who was convicted thanks to his beer bottle. There's a 38-year-old guy in New Jersey who robbed a bank and got away. He's gone. He this was uh, this happened a couple of years ago. He was convicted last Tuesday for this. Anyways, robs the bank and gets away. Police arrive at the bank. Employees and customers then say, "Okay, yeah, this guy came into the bank. He's wearing a hooded sweatshirt, bandana, sunglasses." And dirty sweat socks on his hands. Okay. He approached the teller with, a hand, with his hand in his pocket, pointing toward her, saying he had a gun. And he, he threatened he would to start shooting unless they gave him some money. So they, you know, they gave him a few bundles of cash, which he dropped on the floor while he was running out of the bank <laughs> in his panic. And he was trying to pick up the fallen bills. As he was picking up the fallen bills, a Corona Light beer bottle fell out of his pocket. He left that on the floor and fled the bank with a grand total of $600. (laughs) So he leaves behind the Corona. Investigators pick that up. They take that to the police lab. They run the prints on that. Oh, yeah, this guy's been in the system. We know who this guy is. 
and he's done in by his Corona. They know his persona from his Corona. Six hundred bucks is what he ends up getting away with. These guys were on sixty minutes last night. That was very good Pretty profile. Good piece. Yeah. Brad and John, ninety-two point nine KISM of the Chili Peppers.